This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midterland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a kind of a great day. What the hey? You know, I just thought of something watching, once again, watching YouTube. I watch too much YouTube. Um, have you ever thought of a, a water adventure? And I don't mean like on a ship or, you know, at the docks or whatever it could be. But I mean, what if you're your world, your campaign world, consists of a small to medium-sized island with a couple of towns on it. Maybe a big city. Who knows? A couple of towns and the the PCs are part of the, I don't know, local militia or volunteers or whatever. And there's enough jungle and other things there to get into trouble, but they're mostly hanging around on the beach. And since there's, you know, a decent amount of people there, they like to hang out at the beach. And they could deal with all sorts of different problems. I'm not thinking of Baywatch or anything like that, but it's close of just things that happen. I mean, you know, people can be up to no good at, you know, at that area too. And you've also got all sorts of waterborne monsters that can come out and attack people, the least of which is sharks. So... You have that kind of thing. It just gives you kind of an idea for, for waterborne, I say waterborne adventures. They may be on a ship or something like that that come into, comes into harbor. They have to deal with people coming in, people going out. Say they are part of, okay, instead of a beach patrol, say they're part of customs. Now, these kind of things are, you shouldn't underrate them. I mean, having a customs house or something like that, or say they represent a certain merchant house where around the docks that represent, you know, coming and goings and all that. And there may be a, a dock workers guild or something. Maybe you're, maybe you're, your head of the dock workers guild or one of the foremen or something like that. You know, this, these kind of things. I enjoy the beach. That's what I'm saying. I enjoy the beach. I enjoy the sea. I'm not too crazy about underwater adventures, but I do like waterborne adventures. So, so say you're part of a customs house and, and the people are trying to smuggle stuff in all the time without paying either a duty or it's illegal or something. 
Plus, you may have something going on in the town that's political or just trying to overtake the thing, you know, some kind of invasion. You can go anywhere with this because, you know, anything can come in or go out of, of those kind of locations. And that on top of the, the beach action, say that say in the middle of the night, smugglers are trying to trying to land, say, rowboats of contraband. Say there's there's some caves near the beach too. Two things I think of are one pirates and two smugglers. And sometimes the pirates are smugglers. So there's that too. You know, just I, I just you know, narrowing down the location to like an island or an isthmus or something like that, I think works to your advantage sometimes because you can't, you know, you, it tends, you get to think out of the box then. I like things that limit me because, okay, I've got just this. What can I do with this? And that's thinking out of the box. That's art, you know, creativity thrives and art begins as a taking away as i've always said you know art begins with limits put yourself put a couple of limits on you not too something too too big but you know limit something and see where you go with it and say there's a country off the off the you know the the islands off the shore of this country who claims jurisdiction and the the island wants to be independent, say like a city state. There's going to be friction there. There's going to be politics. There's going to be maybe war. You know, aggression, things like that. You got that going. Spies is a good thing, too. Spies are a good thing for for something that small, because other people want to know what's going on and and say it's a, in a good defensive position. You know, you got some kind of military there. Maybe, maybe not from the mainland. Maybe a homegrown military. Maybe they built a fort on one side, and you got that going. And they're constantly looking for people. You know, invasion, things like that. So you've got a lot of things going there, and that's just a small space. Big trouble in a small space is is a lot of fun, and something you should think about. Start. I know they always say start small and then grow out. Well, start small and grow out some. I mean, you can always go to the mainland, you know. You know, expand, expand it to the mainland. But in the meantime, just play around the island. Just see what, you, see what you do. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. I do have a way of you, if you want to donate to the show for, say, a, a one time, I have, I have subscribers, and I'll tell you about that in a minute, but if you want to do like a one-time contribution to the show, you can go to Kofi. I have a Kofi site. It's ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognar. You can leave as little as three bucks there. They'll buy me a drink at the game uh, up to whatever. So... And it, it all goes towards the show. So so try that out. It's ko.fi.com. ko slash fi.com slash old man grognard. I'll get that right the third time. ko-fi.com slash old man grognard. 
So we are monetized too. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help this support support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Don't forget, if you're listening to more podcasts, to listen to Dan Gregg's Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, Randy and Joe over at Bickus Geekus, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.